Welcome to Zero Broke Girls. I'm Jules. And I'm Joe. We started Zero Broke Girls as a way to empower women to take control of their money. We think the first step is to simply start talking about it. So that's what we're going to do. We're so grateful you've joined us for this week's episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the final episode of season one of Zero Broke Girls. So like the first episode, it's going to be just Jules and I. Hi, everyone. No guests. Just us. If you're still listening and you've been here from the beginning, thank you. Thank you. And if you joined us somewhere along the way, thank you again. And make sure you go back and listen to whichever ones you didn't already hear. So for this week's episode, what we thought we'd do is talk a little bit about how the experience has been for us, what surprised us, what we learned, and then go on to a little bit about what's next for Jules and I at Zero Broke Girls, because we're super excited to talk about that. So when we started this, we obviously didn't know anything about really anything. <laughs> and a learning experience. Yeah. And we actually started this like back in February. Was yeah, February? I think so. We started talking to people back in February. Yeah. So first of all, thank you to our very patient guests, some of whom recorded back in February. But the process has been quite a while, partially because we both obviously have other jobs and it's been super busy. It's also been COVID. So I think it took us longer to do season one than we initially thought it would. But other than that, Jules, what surprised you the most? Yeah. So when I think about the whole process, so Joe, you and I have talked about it from the beginning. The reason we started this is we wanted to help to normalize women talking about money. We felt As women, we don't talk about money enough with our partners, with our family, and specifically with our friends. And we felt like we were missing out because of it. So I think what surprised me the most is when we started reaching out to people and talking about this, so many people agreed with us. And when we reached out to people about being guests, they were very open and they were very keen to come on and have the discussion and help to normalize these conversations. So I think that was really surprising. But then the other thing is, you know, even in my own circle, we've definitely been talking about money a lot more, but it's been really amazing to hear other women reach out and tell me that we've inspired them to start talking uh, about money more with their girlfriends. So that's been just so amazing, uh, but also a little surprising that it's, uh, that everyone was just so open and uh, agreed that it was a, a big problem. What about you? I think mine's similar, but just that like internet people are real people. (laughs) Like honestly, before this, I don't think I, I don't really post anything on social media. I've never been active on social media, but we really relied on social media to meet people and find people to talk to and things like that. And it kind of amazed me that people responded (laughs) and they were awesome. Yeah, they were all amazing. So, yeah, I mean, really grateful for that. I remember when we first started. Do you remember this? This was maybe like February, probably before February, even before we actually started recording. And we were like, I wonder who the first Internet person will be the first stranger, because like, obviously, some of the guests were our friends. We knew some of them before. But then we were like, I wonder who the first stranger will be. Mm hmm. We were so nervous to message people and then they message back and we're like the nicest people ever. Yeah. And we've met some amazing people because of it. So really cool. So related to that, for me, I didn't really know what to expect going into it, but for you, was it what you expected? I mean, I definitely underestimated how bad 
our like tech skills were. I don't know if they've gotten any better either. I don't think they have, but yeah, I definitely thought the tech side of it would be a lot easier than it was, but we've learned a lot and we've had a lot of help from very generous friends. So a special shout out to uh, one of my good friends, Lindsay McGowan, who has helped us with all of the audio cleaning and fixing our horrific background noises. I apologize, uh, Lindsay. They were pretty terrible. So she made this podcast kinder for your ears. Thank you, Lindsay. We are very, very grateful for that um, because she's super talented and she spent all the time on this. So thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Absolutely. And then one last thank you to all of our amazing guests, Basia, Emily, Orlenda, Tara, Day, Catherine, Ashley, Rosemary, Diana, Olivia, and Jennifer. Thank you guys so much for making this possible. And then of course, thank you to everyone listening. We love you guys. We love you so much. And I guess, yeah, that would be the second thing that really surprised me was how supportive people have been. Like, I think I kind of expect people to be like, oh, that's a cute hobby. But people have genuinely been very supportive, given us a lot of time, helped us with a lot of things in the background, which was just so amazing to experience. So I really loved that. Yeah, me too. So Joe, did you have a favorite moment in the first season? I think my favorite moment or more like my most memorable moment maybe is a better way to put it would be when we talked to Orlenda only because, well, first of all, she's great, but she was the first one of our guests who we met via DM and we had no idea what to expect. We hadn't talked to her before she came on. We had just like gone back and forth and then she joined and she was just like the most lovely person with the most amazing story. And I literally had like goosebumps the whole time. It didn't even feel real. And yeah. She was just phenomenal. And it just was like, oh, wow, maybe people will actually talk to us. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. Thank you so much, Orlenda. Yeah, Orlenda, you're forever my most memorable moment. (laughs) What about you? I don't know. It's hard. There's so many moments. After we released our first episode, I loved getting messages about, oh my God, I've had that same experience or some of the stats that we shared. And people coming back with that happened to me or, you know, I've experienced this. Also to watch it trend. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. I know. That was really cool because we released our uh, trailer the week before and didn't advertise it. And then when we released our first episode, we shared it. And obviously the growth was so high between the trailer and the first episode that we were in the charts, which was so cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And just having it out in the world, because like we started so long ago. And I don't even remember when we actually released it. June? June 22nd. June 22nd. Yeah, we had been working on it for a while. And it was like kind of like releasing your child into the world. And thankfully, people liked it. (laughs) Yeah, thanks to all of you guys. But it's hard to pick just one moment because I've loved every episode. I feel like every episode has been so different too, which is really cool. So even when we're talking about similar topics, because we did have some similar topics, but we also had a lot of different ones. Everyone had different things to say. Yeah, I love that. They all had such different takes on it. Yeah, the other thing that I found really interesting, well, first of all, I thought I knew a decent amount about finance things. And I think there's some areas where I'm pretty confident. But there were a lot of conversations, like the one with Catherine, 
um, about real estate. Like I own two properties and talking to Catherine, I was like, I don't know anything about (laughs) what, how do I not know so much? Um, And a lot of, a lot of our guests who talked about like real estate investing and things like that, there was just so much out there opportunity wise that I had never come across. I had never heard of. And ever since they've spoken about it or I've done a little bit of research now, I see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's so been true. really cool because I expected to learn like cool things, but I didn't expect in areas like where I thought I was like decently educated that there was so much else out there. Yeah, for sure. There's just so many realms of it and can go so deep into all of the different. Yeah. Like how specialized people can get. And even at such a young age, like Emily was, how old is Emily? I don't remember. Emily, I'm going to say your age wrong, but you're like, in her 20s. I want to say she's 25. So wise, doing so much, helping so many women and just like killing it. Yeah. I don't remember what I was doing at 25, but it was definitely nothing that empowering. So on the topic of learning so much and having wise guests, what would you say surprised you? What did you learn that surprised you the most? For me, probably like I knew nothing about the fire community, the financial independence, retire early. I didn't even know that was a thing. And now, first of all, I see it everywhere on Instagram, probably because I see those people now. Yeah. So like when she said, like, I want to be work optional at 35, I was like, 35? Like for me, that's not that far away. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm, I wasn't even thinking that was a possibility. And I mean, because I didn't start planning in my twenties to be work optional at 35, it probably isn't, but that doesn't mean I can't start planning to be work optional at 40 or 45, why why are we just accepting that we want to retire? Well, and that's what I thought was really cool about, well, I think that was Emily too. Emily, so wise. Well, to choose your retirement number rather than just take it. <gasps> yeah, right? that whole concept of a retirement number was interesting to me because I like I know what Dave and I's retirement number is, but I've never thought about it. I mean, we talk about retiring early. Like, mm-hmm. That would be lovely. Um, yeah, we're certainly so. tracking towards our retirement goal, but I had never really thought about it in that work optional way. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because after her episode, I actually went to Dave and I was talking to him about this and we like looked at all of our numbers and we were like, okay, when are we actually work optional? Like what is our work optional number? And it was like really cool to actually look at what it was and see where we were against it and now be able to like track it and, and see where we are and like we were already saving, but we were saving for retirement, like the very end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And having that like other guidepost is really cool. Yeah. And it makes it a little bit more realistic because it's not 30 years away. Well, yeah. And it's inspir- like it's inspiring to see that, right? Like to see the progress. And I mean, just the numbers are obviously so important, but a lot of our guests talked about so much more than numbers, understanding the why. Yeah, the mindset piece. The mindset piece. And that piece was every guest said the exact same thing, that it all came down to mindset, yeah. which I also thought was really cool because we talk, like you and I talk about that a lot in the spending arena. Mm-hmm. Spending arena is kind of where we're most familiar. And we always talk about how important mindset is. Yeah, when you're trying to spend less. Everyone talked about mindset and it's funny because across whatever their area of expertise was, 
it really all just came down to like doing the internal work. Like that was definitely a theme that we heard throughout. And the other theme that I think a lot of guests talked about, especially ones that help help other women and empower other women with their finances is because we asked them, what do you hear from the women you help? And a lot of them said, just the not knowing where to start. It feels very overwhelming and not knowing what the first step is. So I think that's a challenge for a lot of people. And so then it's easy to just ignore it. Yeah. But it's been so great chatting to everyone this season and we can't wait to come back for a second season. Yes. All right. So as we wrap up season one, um, we are going to be doing a few things. So there's a few things we've been working on in the background that we haven't yet released our second children into the world because this has been taking up a lot of our time. I think that's another thing that surprised me how much time it actually takes to do something like this. So we're excited to finish season one and have a little bit of breathing room to both record season two at a little bit more of a leisurely pace, but also focus on some of the other stuff we've been working on. So if you follow us on Instagram, that is where we will be starting to show up a little bit more. We haven't really been using um, our Instagram for anything other than letting people know what what episodes are out and talking about the guests and things like that. So as season one wraps, um, you will be seeing a lot more of us on the Instagram page. And it will be there that we're going to talk about all the exciting stuff we've got coming up. So um, super terrified to do that and to like make reels. <laughs> Because apparently that's what you have to do on the internet uh, these days. But here we are. Uh, we're You'll done. Find us on TikTok. <laughs> we're not on TikTok yet, but I think that's like has to happen. Does it have to happen? I think so. Any Gen Z out there who wants to coach us, just uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really know anything about the social media world, given that we don't do anything on social media. So this should be fun. <laughs> Um, but we didn't know anything about podcasts either. So here we are. And we're really excited to just start to focus a little bit more on kind of creating non-audio content. So we're going to be working on a few things coming up into the fall and over the winter. So we're really excited to share those with you when they're ready. So follow us on Instagram and you will start to see some of that. But also please reach out on well, first of all, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, we would yes, love, we are still recording season two love to have you. So reach out via Instagram, email, however you want. Number two, reach out about things you want to learn on. Well, either from our reels that we'll be creating. Oh boy, get ready, guys! <laughs> Buckle up, or uh, as a full topic on uh, season two. So we're really looking forward to that. We are. So stay tuned. We can't wait. So the thing that we've re- like we realize we're most passionate about, most interested in, and really both have the most experience with that we're excited to kind of focus on a little bit more is definitely the area of controlling spend and being yeah. more intentional with your spending because we really think that in doing that, women will A, stop wasting their money, like stop literally burning it. Um, but also have more money to then do other things like invest, like save, which a lot of women aren't doing. So we're super, super excited to start focusing on this particular topic. I know in the first season, we kind of 
we touched on a lot of different topics. We talked to a lot of people in different niches. We're definitely going to start narrowing in on the spending piece. And we ask everyone to be super kind as we embarrass ourselves on the internet. So thanks for joining us today on this season one wrap up. And we can't wait to be back in season two. We hope you join us for a money date then. And until then, follow along on social media. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.